Good day, Earth Dogs. Jonathan here. I thought I'd come in with some quick words before this episode. Uh, just gonna say I was on a bit of a lull lately. Kind of got out of the habit of editing. And uh, somehow it became like a phobia to re-enter it. Like I uh, didn't want to open that box for a bit. Kind of over-podcasted a bit in November. We stashed up some episodes for... Uh, you know, preparing for Eric's trip to the to the America, and uh, actually we didn't really have to. He was back in no time, so uh, I guess that was just you know over preparation on our end. But all in all, uh, I got potted out, so I, I had to take a break. You know, and uh, nothing bad with a break, but it's really hard to get going again. But here we are, going again with uh, an old guest, Fatih Mem, calling in from uh, a tumultuous Tehran. No, yeah, of course, we also had our two-year anniversary party, which, if I dare say so myself, was incredibly successful. Uh, an amazing night, lots of fun, and I heard a person or two more than me say that, so I rest assured it was. Uh, that was a lot of prep to, uh, to do the uh, Infinite Maiden set, which, of course, is great fun. So I, I love doing it, but it takes some time, and it takes some of that Maiden energy. Good thing though, is that when the maiden energy is depleted, it fairly quickly will recharge. At least in my case. Oh, and I must correct myself while I have the chance. Uh, Queen Elizabeth was 96 when she died. My grandma is 96 coming to 97. Still alive and kicking today. So for Tiamme, you were right. I was wrong. No further ado do do. Here we go! Hello and welcome to Maiden A to Z. My name is Eric and with me as always is my co-host Jonathan. And we also have a very special guest today. Very long time since last time, basically. I think it was our first abroad guest, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Way back on Caught Summer in Time and the Chains of Misery. I always forget about Chains of Misery. A lot of people do. (laughs) Fatima, you remembered. You remember last time at all. Or is it like a different life? <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of things happening since the last time I was here. and um, But I remember it. Like, I, I even remember saying some stuff that later I regretted saying that. <laughs> yeah, well, it happens every time. Every episode, I think. It's okay. It's part of the entertainment, I think. So, But that was a long time ago. Yeah, and a lot of things have happened, right? Uh, you're married now, right? Um, yes, since the, you know, I think it was about uh, a year and a half ago, uh, oh, yeah. a lot of things happened to me. I changed job, I uh, quitted another job recently, then I got married in the bit, you know, somewhere here in Nitsfeed, and yeah. um, so it's been really a busy year for me. And um, yeah, busy year for the country, it seems, too. Like yes. It's, uh, everything is kind of upside down now, or you seem fine? But you told me it's um, it's visible on the streets in Tehran and everything. I think it was about two months ago uh, that uh, it started, right? Um, you know, they killed the girl and everything just started from there. Uh, of course, there were a lot of things before that as well. But, um, you know, it's like when you have a very angry people that have you know suffered a lot. And this is just um, the thing that, you know, uh, triggers them to explode and just come to the streets and since then um, it's been like people protesting and you know they're trying different things like it's not protest every day but um, trying to you know put the government under pressure and show how they are unsatisfied with everything uh, I hope it just works out because if it doesn't it will turn out really bad so the, is the government applying the military for to stop or how does this work who's fighting who <laughs> <laughs> um, the government is just doing uh, everything that they can uh, they say that we are not using the you know our whole power but I think they're just lying because um, you 
obviously can see that they are using um, all the uh, anti-protest um, forces, all the policemen, uh, even uh, you know people that um, they have a force in Iran called Besij, which are not um, formal, like a guerrilla forces or something. Yeah. No, they're usually kids. Uh, that's the bad part. They're usually uh-huh. kids and students and younger people mm. that, um, you know, either is either they are brainwashed or um, maybe we can say that they are too young to understand what they're doing. You know, many services are filtered. I mean, they were filtered a long time ago, a lot of them. I mean, I can't remember how long... Twitter, for example, has been filtered, or uh, a lot of other services are closed because of, you know, sanctions and everything. And, um, you know, this time around, when everything just got heated and everything, it, they started filtering Instagram and WhatsApp as well. So almost everything is now filtered. And for about, like, two weeks ago, I guess it was, or one week ago, I don't remember, Uh, I don't remember the actual time, but uh, they kind of used to, like, cut out the internet connection, the global connection, I mean, um, from, like, 5 p.m., 4 or 5 p.m., and it was just, like, completely disconnected till about midnight. And uh, now they're not doing this. It's kind of strange for me why they're not doing this, considering that people have called for protesting in these three days. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, thankfully, it's not. So we're we're going to move on to fictional conflict very soon. But uh, could you just give me a quick crash course on like who is fighting who and what do they want? Because I literally have no clue. Mm, it's a little bit complicated. Like you know, government is fighting people. People are fighting with each other. And um, but what's the point? <laughs> what in their minds? You know, uh, for example, well, what does the government want? government thinks that they are um, doing great and they believe that they are um, kind of let's say they are chosen by God they are doing it by the Islamic way and those people who are um, not following what they say and not um, paying attention to you know their guidance their rules and everything there are um, uh, either like mislead people or um, they are just, you know, being driven by uh, outer governments, and mm. they are rebels somehow. So I think I get it now. It's like the, the type of uh, power struggle that, uh, <laughs> you know, some kind of shift could happen, or not, I guess, in terms of uh, um, who runs the show. Like, people don't want the government to do it, I guess. That's the... People, exactly, don't, uh. people don't want it to um, just continue, but... Um, it's been for years that people have this desire to change the government, but mm-hmm. um, no one knows when they will succeed. And each time that people just try and they fail, uh, it just becomes harder for people to live in because, you know, the government starts uh, pushing more and more limitations and um, it really makes life harder. It's good to know that you're good and safe this month. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, I hope for the best. I have no clue what the best outcome is, so I can't say. I just hope for the best outcome, whatever that could be. Honestly, I don't know what's the best outcome as well. <laughs> I just hope something good comes out of this. cool that you can be on an Iron Maiden podcast in the middle of all this <laughs> talking talking yeah, about heavy right. metal from from England <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of weird in this context but in a in a cool yeah. way in a cool way it's uh it's mother of mercy so it's a war song too there's two sort of I mean the second one's not strictly speaking a war song mother Russia so, so speaking of you know, yeah, Kiev and like Ukraine yeah. you know it's uh it's uh, I, th- I think mother I think Russia is talking about communism Exactly, so, exactly. So the regime, really. regime stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, I, I had no clue. We, I, I just took these two like from what was left because I, I figured you haven't been on for a long time, so they weren't like picked especially for you or especially for like a conflict type situation. That wasn't even I didn't know that when I picked them. It's a long time ago because then you know I got tired in the summer and we took some time off. We released some 
side topic episodes and uh, i think we were supposed to do this in like february or something so it's a long time coming <laughs> but now we're a bit behind but now we're here it's uh, back to uh, the final frontier again and i remember from uh, in the beginning frontier used to send these long emails from with every episode very detailed <laughs> commentary and uh, of course there's no critique on you not doing that anymore no one can do that for <laughs> 200 episodes straight <laughs> so don't worry about that but uh, there were there, it was a fun engagement especially there in the beginning because we didn't have that much engagement uh, in those early episodes so to get like those long emails it felt like at least you're not just talking into space and it's disappearing and uh, maybe we should just stop recording it and me and eric should just hang out so th- that was good um, to have and i remember one thing about final frontier that you said like uh, you felt a bit sorry for Final Frontier. You felt that it was a bit underrated. Um, I remember mm-hmm. in the email, and then I wrote back to you, uh, still not really digging the album. And one of the th- songs uh, that I said I didn't like was uh, Mother Mercy, but uh, it actually grew on me quite a bit this summer, quite late, to a point where I don't really know what uh, problem I had with it. But before we go to that, like your general view on Final Frontier, because we haven't talked about that one on the show. You still think it's underrated? Is it a great album? Is it a good album? Uh, it definitely has its own issues. I mean, some songs are just experimental, too long, and mm-hmm. I sometimes just feel that they even don't know what they're doing. And there's this famous interview that um, the guys are talking about how they made this album. Yes. And Dave Murray and Adrian are on, um, you know, one side, Steve is on another side, Bruce is talking for himself, <laughs> and Nico and Yannick are uh, on the same session with each other. They usually tend and, to do that, right? Um, Divide them into pairs or something, and then Steve, com- yeah, Steve ne- comes alone usually, ne- and Bruce. They never do it together for some reason. <laughs> well, there's a lot of them. <laughs> <Divorce> arguments, <I laughs> guess. Oh yeah, it's, it's seldom it's Steve and Bruce, right? That's very seldom. No, that, right. never, that never happens. <laughs> I, I, do, I, I do agree there's some songs that are a bit too sort of experimental and doesn't seem like they really know where they're going with certain uh, it seems some some bits some songs seem sort of dis, disjointed. I'd say like, uh, I mean, we haven't gotten to many of them yet, but we we did kind of touch on that a little bit on uh, the man who would be king. I think, um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. And there's but there's other ones I feel are more so than that. Like uh, I think uh, Starblind is one of them. Um, and there's some no, cool yeah. stuff in there. I just feel Starblind that Starblind is Infinite Dreams kind of. Uh, part two, in a way. Yeah, and it gets, gets of sort of cool until the middle, and there's this weird bit that doesn't seem to fit. But anyway, we'll get to that in a while. <laughs> we'll that's get not, to that in a while. Not here, right? No, it's Mother of Mercy, and that's a song. This I also recall from uh, your email correspondence, and that was um, that you believe that this song uh, was written for the previous album, A Matter of Life and Death, and left over. I'm not sh- uh, sure if that was a feeling you had or something you had heard or read. Uh, I haven't heard about it or read about it. I think it's possible that it has been left from um, A Matter of Life and Death because, you know, it has this war feel to it and it has nothing to do with the theme in Final Frontier. Um, you know, it's too much spacey and this is just about war, a soldier that regrets what he has done and, you know, has joined the army and has gone to war and everything. No. So, considering how much A Matter of Life and Death was uh, centered around uh, the war theme and the evil things. I think it's probably a leftover. Could make sense. That's uh, an who, interesting theory. Who wrote this track? It is uh, Mr. Harris and Mr. Smith. Harris Smith. It's not yes. too often they do that. You know, no. mm-hmm. it's it's Sanjutsu. collaboration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they do that sometimes. I, I instantly I think of Sanjutsu, the song, the title track on the new album. Um, Probably this is something they've done only later. I don't think it was very often that it was a Smith Harris back in the day. Uh, or am I am I wrong? Uh, I'd have to check. Uh, I can check if you. Um. I think the first time that Adrian and um, Steve has written together was the was a trio. I mean, it was Adrian, Steve, and Bruce. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, they did that a bit. Die with your boots. Die with your boots. That on. happened on uh, Seventh Son. Yeah, sev- several tracks on Seventh Son, yeah, at least and two, and then Die With Your Boots on Way Ahead was also maybe, a Smith Harris uh, Dickinson. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I think 22 AKG Avenue, that's a Adrian Steve thing. That's true, that's true. It's uh, basically, so, so it has you know. Yeah, yeah but, it's but that was rare. also written in two times, right? Uh, like we talked mm-hmm. about before, like uh, Adrian wrote his stuff as another track, and then Steve adopted it, so it became no. a Smith Harris, but, but it didn't sit in a room. Story. 
Huh? It's the usual story of Sun. It's the usual story. Yeah, yeah. I think it was someone. Okay. I don't recall who said that from the Saint Jude sessions that you know, I write some stuff and then Steve just takes it and does whatever he wants just with it. <laughs> now, now this, yeah. uh, you know, since Bruce uh, wasn't able to have any credits on uh, Number of the Beast because of, uh, his, uh, I guess it was stuff to do with Samson, but you know, he sort of he. he it's sort of under inst- understood they did probably do have some writing on certain tracks. I think one of them probably was the prisoner, but officially the prisoner also is Adrian Smith and Steve Harris. Yeah. Um, so I think Bruce also had run to the hills and um, yes. he's missing that as well. It's yeah. fully Steve. Yeah. I mean, that's the, yeah. And then, you know, and the, yeah. So, but I, 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 I'd be very surprised if he was not, I think so it'd probably be the, the prisoner run to the hills and maybe, I mean, could it be twenty two Acacia Avenue? But I don't. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think know. so. No. Um, I just don't remember now. But I think in one of the interviews, uh, he had said that which songs he had participated in. Yeah, that's interesting. But it's 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 it's. Um, I I guess then he probably doesn't get paid for those songs when the or do you think he does? Because that how would that work? Oh no, they they just settled that in internally, like so. most things. Like, uh, I think, like, from what I've gathered over the years, not being an expert whatsoever in music uh, economy or music finance, music business, but from what I've gathered, most things are deals. So, you know, not by a tariff or anything. It's just like they sit down, they craft a deal, and then they try and stick with it. Because otherwise, you know, it'd be a very tumultuous band if you switch the deal all the time. So I'm sure by now, I'm sure by now they are pretty well-knowing in you know what level of compensation they will get yeah yeah probably and we talked about that a little bit the other day when we recorded but we didn't really yeah uh, yeah we yeah. we did the net net worth uh, comparisons i mean the alleged net worth yeah but i i, I know i've i've uh, i've heard um uh not too not too long ago that uh, a filmmaker uh, kevin smith mentioned that the, with the information they have on him on their website is completely off. So just yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> of course. I mean, the website is called Celebrity Net Worth. Yeah. That's not really like a credible source of uh, no. precise information. I wouldn't no. think anything that says celebrity first is not going to be like. That's not what you're going to read to to um, to be better knowing yeah. of anything. <laughs> not no, really. There, there was a horrendous website a few years ago. I can't remember what it was. It was something as dumb as like which celebrities are jerks.com. And it was like anyone who had like a bad interaction of anyone would post it there and it'd be taken yeah. as like fact. Like, like, oh, I, I, you know, I walked up to Harrison Ford, you know, he was at the grocery store with his family. He didn't want to take pictures of me. You know, and that becomes a thing. And it just becomes people, you know, being whiny uh, bitches about <laughs> the fact yeah. that they approached people during the wrong time and did not get the what they wanted. Um, I'm curious now again about the Persian area of the world do you have a different type of celebrity culture is it mostly like persian celebs or do you do the whole thing like everyone's uh, trying to find out what leonardo dicaprio eats for breakfast you know i think it's a mixture of all of it like you know western mm-hmm. celebrities uh, east asian celebrities national east celebrities asian too. <laughs> yeah it's interesting east asian so you're, you're like in the middle of the world really really especially you can I think it, it's much obvious in like um, you know the younger generations how much they are uh, growing this love for Korean cultures and everything. I really don't get that. Uh, should we do a bit of lyrics first? Is that a good thing to warm up with? They seem pretty straightforward and easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do that. So before I start ad-libbing and just pretending to analyze it uh, uh-huh. on the spot, Fatima, maybe you've read these and come up with something ahead of time that is a little bit more thought through. Mm-hmm. It's one of the better lyrics, in my uh, opinion. Even the, uh, you know, even the chorus, they are just shouting the song name like in a loop. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, you know. Each time they are uh, adding a phrase after that, and right. I think it makes it a little bit more interesting than just shouting the song name. Angel of yeah. death, desire, taking my last breath of fire. Angel of pain, taking my last breath. Uh, it's pretty cool. It uh, sounds very, very serious, I guess. Very grave type lyrics. It's like it's it's about war and it's about death. It's about religion as well. Yeah. 
I wonder why they never played this live, because it seems very... I think they the have chorus, never done it. No, they've never done it, but the chorus seems like something very uh, live-friendly, where you could get people, you know, singing <laughs> the, you know, they're... You know, he could he could do the typical thing where he sings one you know one line just lets everyone else sing the other one passes it to That's, the audience. Actually, Bruce is really good at that kind of stuff. He can do that without like coming off as a jerk somehow because uh, like uh, normally a standard issue rock star would you know be just like, "How are you doing? Whoa, not good enough. Whoa, that was better." Yeah. He's usually a little bit more clever than that, I think, in his crowd interactions. Right. I gotta give it to Bruce for that when it comes. He's to very life. he's very good at that. Yeah, uh, it's more of a sublime touch, I would <laughs> say in the crowd interactions so uh, a song about war and death and and uh, all of the above really right uh, religion comes in and in what context um, uh, god may god forgive you us or something, please god please. forgive us for what we've done that that's that seems a bit uh vaguely connected to religion um yes i'm sure mother place. of mercy just the title in itself uh, probably has something. I mean, um, you know, in one of the verses, they say, I don't hold with bad religion. I understand what's underneath it. Now I come to think of it, I just don't hold at all. You know, it, you say you are a yeah. holy man, but what is it to you? Mm. From various standards, nothing but a hollow man, I see. Yeah. So it's a bit like, uh, it, it does uh, sound like a, a matter of life and death type lyric, too. Like, um, yeah. The the song they played on the first Legacy of the Beast uh, for the greater good of God yeah yeah a bit like that you know pretty straightforward from what I can see like uh, a Harris lyric but not a bad one Uh, as I read it it looks like it kind of comes off nice on a paper too which Mm -hmm. is not always the case with a you know with a metal lyric Uh, what do you think Eric about these these lyrics you know a lot of times with uh, Harris but you know. There are there are bits in this that do seem like uh, we've talked about where sometimes he'll he'll do a very obvious sort of thing like it's something that's like not not that he's dumbing it down but it's like uh, I mean that was more so maybe uh, in like some of the '90s stuff but uh, even here when the things that like let's see if I can find an example of it um, as you look for that I would say he doesn't really dumb it down but he does the no. on the nose thing right on not the nose quite often you feel it. like it's well, on like the I nose. said I, yeah that's yeah. not but, uh, yeah, no, no, yeah. I just realized that we usually refer to it as on the nose because that's pretty much what he's, that's his thing. Yeah, I mean, but for instance, like I've always thought I was doing right as of now, I'm not feeling so sure. That's a very sort of uh, non-complicated uh, statement about a very, a very sort of probably complicated uh, feeling. And that's that, but here it works. And it, everything seems to have a good, a good, you know, uh, flows very well. And that might've been Adrian helping as well. I don't know. Uh, it could but, uh, have been, but I mean, there's not a lot of these that's something Fergal brought up uh, during the time when we did Stratego. Um, Fergal brought up that he tends to add now in the beginning of sentences unnecessarily. Like it's not something against the word now, but it's something against throwing it in there to match the syllable count. And when I look at these lyrics, I don't see any of that. No, I mean, they as have, of they now. Have a nice, <laughs> uh, yeah, but as of now, is uh, that's why I said like in, if it's yeah. squeezed in the beginning, because as of now is a that's a proper phrase. Yeah, that works. Like it, he didn't squeeze in now. As of would have been quite weird. So it's, it's uh, th- that's not at all that concept. It's not about the word now. It's no, about no, I throw, get that. throwing in a word that is not I was just trying to be a jerk. Um. <laughs> I enjoyed that. It's not a lot of that stuff in because yeah. that can that can annoy. That, that can be the hardest thing about Steve's songs when he's just like. Maybe a bit lazy sometimes when he just throws those in. Like, could mm. you work around the melody? Could you work around the words or something? Not to have that kind of uh, what you would call a forced forced lyrics. He sometimes yeah. his lyrics are forced, and these seem pretty good. And then, I mean, the the topic is like uh, same as it ever was, right? The, the big stuff, war and stuff. But it, since they are nicely written, I feel like they have a they have a point, and and I I see some interesting rows here too one is like this is a, it's a weird one uh let's see here something about man and fire yeah the making of a man is fire i like that not giving into our desires i don't know uh, yeah fire and desire is though a very old rhyme yeah but i i i let that pass yeah what does that mean the making of a man is fire it's like fire goes into earth and then earth into <laughs> regrowth or something or what is that uh, yeah, I probably should have uh, read through these beforehand and thought of theories for some of these things. Uh, oh, but I mean, if, if if you just ran into a guy and everything he could say was the making of man's fire. fire, 
uh, and you kind of wanted to understand this fella, how would you? Yeah. How would you go about? Well, fire is a you know potentially a very volatile element that can be sort of uncontrollable at times. Yeah, um, lots of power. So very powerful. Uh, can do a lot, you know, can do a lot of good, can do a lot of bad. It's just, but it can also be, like I said, sort of uh, a chaotic uh, force. So it could be something like that, and that sort of, um, yeah. In this in this context, I don't know why that would, um, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Firearms, or you know, maybe yeah, maybe it's actually. I, I think it's actually talking about fire, but then yeah, not giving into desires within the truth that lies within the only thing. So he's kind of, this is not his typical style, right? Within the only thing. It's a, to me, an interesting role that kind of, you know, sounds nice practically, even though I don't know what it means. Well, I mean, I guess in this context, this is not, I mean, the, the making, uh, the, the, the term, the making of a man is also not, not literally a creation of uh, a human being. It is also more so the, um, how life turns out. So situations that, um, uh, you know, that, that turn that, that person into whatever it is they're, you know, they're yeah. going to be. Gotcha. So that's probably usually when someone has gone through something very bad and it's come out the other end, you know, you can, you can say they were sort of a, they're whatever, something, something, something was sort of like forged in fire or came, you know, or, or sort of, you know, there's probably a better way of saying that, but I, the point being that, um, you know, a, a horrible situation created the person, you know, that you have, the, the, the you're later perhaps. And that could be something like this because, you know, you're talking about war and all these, you know, and the person the, who's, is telling the story here obviously is having done stuff they're not quite um, you know they don't know how to feel what the, and how they feel about and that that so that could be that that's could be what he means by that and towards the end actually the very final row seem to just have lost my way so it's almost like uh, you know the guy in um, caught somewhere in time uh, he loses his mind could it be something like that you know it ends like uh, maybe not losing his mind but definitely like uh, losing the plot for mm. sure. That's what it's about. It's sort of a tragedy, I guess. The whole thing. Yeah, possibly. I mean, again, this is, these are these are these are this is not the first time on this particular album that I've sort of maybe haven't paid as close enough attention to the lyrics as I perhaps should have because there seems to be more here than I maybe gave it credit yeah. for initially. Yeah, but Tim, do you agree with that? Uh, these lyrics kind of stand out from the typical Harris, especially Harris of late. The tone is different. I mean, the message is again same as it ever was, but the tone. I feel the the, the, the lyrical tone is different in this one. Yeah, actually, I I agree with you on this one that, um, you know, Steve has written a lot of lyrics about uh, war, death, religion, like, you know, this soldier that is thinking to himself, like we have many of these examples, but this one is really one of the favorites to me. I think he really, um, you know, gets to the point. It's not a lot of, you know, um, going around the whole thing and just not a lot of repetition. And, um, you know, I... I personally like the storytelling and it's like it really makes sense someone just sitting and thinking to himself that what I'm doing yeah and at the end he reaches this point that it's a critical point that he just comes to himself and sees that wow I've done all of this wrong yeah and he mentions money too so he's like a mercenary mm-hmm. type situation sell sword because he, he mentions thought I did it for money way towards the end there and then like I lost my way so I guess he's, he's, he literally has no clue why he's been doing this or, you know. Mm. I was going to say, if this were to be something that initially was supposed to be on uh, on uh, Matter of Life and Death, because there's a song in Matter of Life and Death, uh, you know, these called These Colors Don't Run, that sort of deals with someone, I, I feel, at the sort of the beginning of this process, who's very, you know, that, that who wants to join the army for, literally for, you know, f- for fame and glory and money and that kind of stuff. So this would be maybe the other side of that. I guess possibly this wasn't included on it just because it could just be a space thing. They didn't, they didn't you know, that's long a long album as it is. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, before we do listen to the music a bit, I also, I, you said something about, uh, or rather we all talked about this song never having been played live. And I don't think they played a lot of songs from this record even. Even no. on that tour, was it like, it wasn't the usual six, five, six? It was like, no, it was five. See. It was yeah. five, I think. They played and they never did 15, them again. Final Frontier, El Dorado, Coming Home, uh, When the Wild Wind Blows, Talisman. It makes it six. Six, yeah. If did you count Satellite Fifteen though? Because I wouldn't count that. Because they did do that as a. They did um, that as a. Satellite Fifteen, I think, uh, on the album, it's like um, 
the same album, track. it's merged with the Final Frontier, but like yeah. in the live album, I think they separated it, made the two tracks. Mm. Well, also, yeah, they don't, they didn't play it. Also, it's like on tape. Mm. So uh, that's definitely. I mean, even for us, we, we haven't done Final Frontier on F. We're doing it on S because it's one track, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I would have divided them though, but they didn't. <laughs> so it's one track. Satellite yeah. 15 is just a bunch of noise. Seriously. <laughs> They're just you know, setting up the mood and just creating the theme for the album. We'll get to that one in not too long, but actually I can spoil that I don't mind Satellite 15. I don't think it's so bad. No, we keep cool it, but it's not a serious song. No, no. it's not a... No. It's not a song. It's an intro. So, yeah, so they didn't... I, I'm surprised they didn't do Isle, Isle of Avalon, because that would have worked very well live. Isle of Avalon. I like it so much, but I think most people will, would be bored to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they did other stuff there. It was, I mean, they did like the I th- they did the t- uh, Talisman, which is, which I do like, but that's even longer, isn't it? I think so. Talisman, I think it's a little bit like you know. Um, it's more action in Talisman. Faster, like yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess. I love Avalon. It's a lot of lyrics, a lot of words, and just hard lyrics. I mean, people can relate to that. Well, yeah, yeah, tough ones. It's uh, probably my favorite track on the record. Is I love Avalon. It's also Smith Harris. Yep. And I'm very sure Smith. We, that one I'm is way sure. Smith. I'm sure we discussed that previously on the spot. Yeah. So, um, okay, for the third time, I'm saying we're going to do one more thing before we head to the music. And it's yeah. just, I was curious now again, Fatih, I mean, what are your favorite tracks on Final Frontier? Final Frontier. Uh, Mother of Mercy is one of them. Coming Home is definitely one of them. When the Wild Wind Blows, especially the live version. Um, mm-hmm. The album version, I don't like so much, to be honest. Um, Isle of Avalon and the Starblind. Right, mm. yeah. yeah, that's usually the tracks that uh, um, fans that are into this album would mention. I've, I was never really into this album, so like I, I for me it's just like Isle of Avalon and Eldorado, and the rest of them I, I you know, I have been into really. Eldorado was a yeah. single, and I think it was a very successful single for the album. But I like um, Eldorado. It gets a lot of shit, but I like Eldorado. I think it's cool lyrics, uh, fun lyrics. You know, it doesn't. It can't all be about war. Sometimes you can write a song about, you know, financial crisis. It's, it's, <laughs> no, it's fun. From, to actually, me, it's fun. Like, uh, do we want six more war topic. songs? <laughs> yeah, I think it's an interesting topic. Yeah, I'm actually keep with the topic. I just, I don't know. Musically, it doesn't work that much for me. I listen to it whenever I listen to Envivo. I don't skip it, but. Uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit corny, you know. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit corny, but uh, I, I can dig. Actually, the first track, um, the intro plus Final Frontier, is it's a track that you know, it's a very loose one. It's not like a serious track that you want to listen to it. But uh, sometimes I find myself coming back to it. Uh, head especially, nodding a little bit. The acoustic guitar is pretty cool in that one. I like that he plays acoustic guitar on, through the song, like in the chorus and stuff, on top yeah. of the distortion and drums. So. Especially, yeah. I like the solo so much on this one. Uh, on Final Frontier. Um, yep. On the on the tongue, the title song, Adrian's solo is very good. I think it's very reminiscent of Cuts on Burns Time because it has this swirly, you know, oh, feeling to yeah. it. I must listen to that song after we record because I haven't listened to it in ages, and it's a good one too, actually. I think, but it's also that kind of you know old man's rock vibe in it, a bit like Eldorado. It's not a metal song, but no, a, it's not. Uh, but, uh, but I like it's a, it's a very Iron Maiden can rock. They don't always have to metal; they can rock. You know, so. <laughs> they can. I'm not saying that's a, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying it's more of a rock rocker, mm-hmm. for sure. And uh, it's a very happy song for them, like you know. I think we are used to hearing about, you know, hearing upbeat songs talking about burning babies and everything. But yeah. Final Frontier is a really happy song. Like, it's a man that has been lost and old and everything. And he says that, I'm happy, I will do this all over again. I don't regret anything. That's it right. has a very good vibe. Yeah, that's true, actually. It's a bit triumphant, yeah, I mean, almost. Yeah, triumphant I mean, return. I have a lot to say about that when I get to it. Yeah, uh, and your uh, so. Chilano also. Oh, there you go, yeah. Famously ranks it as his top song and in, a big, a, 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 in the entire discography. Yeah. Wow. Well, he go. did this officially, so I'm not like outing a secret or anything. No, I mean, no. So it'll be interesting to hear his opinions yeah. when that time comes. Okay, now I'm actually hitting the song. This song is five this song is five twenty. Has yeah. to be one of the shortest on the album, right? 
It is, yeah, because uh, it, it might even be the shortest because the yeah, no, the alchemist, the, the alchemist is the shortest. Yeah, it's it's shorter, shorter by like like forty seconds. Well, uh, fifty-two seconds. Well, yeah. right, well, yes, so, that, that, oh, a yes. minute shorter. Anyway, a minute shorter. So it's it's. Uh, but uh, it's ages yeah, ago since we did the alchemist. I don't remember a thing we said about that. I, th- I don't think we liked it. I think we did it like the f- after the new year, and we were tired, and and it was okay. But Mother of Mercy, I'm positive, is a better track. Uh, I think it's a cool riff that starts it. Let's see. Let's go. Yeah, this is pretty cool. That's a, that's a nice intro. I like it. It's a yeah. bit adventurous, you know, kind of. A, I don't know what it. It makes me think of um, like a, an o- open intro? field. I mean, tired. You, you think it's tired? Yeah, it's just like a person that is, has leaned th- to the wall. It doesn't want to move that much. He's having like you know, a cup of tea, a beer. <laughs> So like a fatigue, a fatigued person, you know. Yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I think more of it like you know like uh, out on an open field or something. That's the feeling I get from it. Mm-hmm. I think it's very uh, like do 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 do. You know, it's open. I I don't think tired. I think more like a start of something or like a, the open map or something uh, out in the open world. I don't know. That's that's what I feel. It's, it sounds pretty. It sounds pretty energetic to me. Just calm, not tired. Anyway, I like the melody. Me too. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it has. A, yeah, it has a. Yeah. It's a bit seventies actually, but this whole album has that prog vibe, right? So, and uh, he gets in singing after twenty seconds, so they're not lingering too much on that. Strumming on an electric. They don't really do that so often, like strumming clean electrics. No, that's not that. It's, it's really fucking good. That's yeah. what I think, actually. Good singing, good chords. And I love this, but this seems like Adrian kind of thing. Or this riff that comes in. Yeah. yeah, that's very Adrian. It is. This. That's, that's nice. It's like a wing, you know, a wing of a riff. And then it kind of kicks up to a slow gallop. Good arrangement so far, very good. A lot of vocals. Just I'm stopping now. Chorus. Typical of Adrian, actually. He's always the guy that brings in like a little extra. You know, he's not only doing. Uh, let's say he's not only doing uh, the minimum requirements. The minimum <laughs> yeah. to have a pre-chorus or the minimum to have a verse. He's always thinking like, I, could I get this chord in here and get that chord in here? And I've, I'm pretty sure he has the best uh, ear also in the band. Like he's the best at yeah. hearing. Uh, melodies and chords and and has the has very good pitch when he's playing so clearly he's like a very musical guy and this is great and bruce is uh also on fire here sings a lot yeah it's it, it's um yeah it, it's it's a, it's a shame that it, it, listening to it this way it's even more of a shame that didn't didn't bust this one out you know when they had the chance i i don't think there's ever a chance they do it now uh 
No, very slim chance, right? Yeah. I'd be happy. I'd be happy even on the next tour if they just threw in Mother of Mercy. Why not? Yeah, I don't think they will, but yeah. Before we go, chorus for TMA, anything else on these verses? A lot of singing, a lot of verses, a couple of verses, a couple of pre-choruses. I think up to this point, everything is just great. Like, you know, the storytelling is great um, uh, on both sides, music and uh, the lyrics. I mean, they're picturing the landscape really good. But coming to the chorus is the part that many people think Bruce is choking to death. Yeah, he's pushing a bit. So uh, let's go for it. Pretty damn cool riff though. It's a bit almost like a Stranger in a Strange Land type riff. Yeah, kinda, yeah. And then this is pretty grand. This is like a, a post chorus that's bigger than the chorus. That wasn't Adrian's best solo, though, I have to say. That was my first uh, uh, disappointment in this track, because it's so rare that his solo doesn't amaze me, and this didn't amaze me. It was good. It was good, it, yeah. It didn't amaze me. It wasn't up to his normal levels, but I give it a pass because he's put a lot of effort in in the song at large, so it doesn't always have to be about the solo. Uh, and, but this was a bit, you know, not very memorable. What do you think, Fatima, about, yeah, about this one? Yeah. Mm, it's definitely his, not his most memorable solo, but I think it just, you know, does its work. It's a solo. It has some sound. energy. has some energy, but I mean, I would always, I would actually want someone else to do, fill that spot rather than him, because that was a bit autopilot. Uh, and, you know, I've never said, I've never said this on the podcast before. So, you know, I, I allow myself to say it, that, that that was, that was an Adrian solo that didn't fully... You know, didn't fully suffice to me for the first time ever. I mean, we're like a hundred songs in. Many of them are Adrian with an Adrian solo. Most of them have an Adrian solo. So, I mean, once for once, he can have a miss at that. Uh, he should have put Dave there or something. It would have been cooler. Even Janik, but I know Fatima wouldn't want that. <laughs> but someone with a bit, someone with a bit more energy, because Adrian was going for a rocking type thing. He wasn't doing very anthemic melodic solo, but he felt a bit like. Uh, tired compared to what it could have been there it could have been more you know blazing fast uh, through that instead of just you know kind of you know doom, 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 walking along here mm. comes the solo but that's a rare thing that's mm. why i didn't remember it also like I, actually i don't remember any phrase now like only a minute after listening to it i can't remember any phrase normally i could remember like three or four phrases because they're so memorable and melodic and yeah that's weird Actually, I can't remember all of it. Maybe because I have listened to it so many times. But, uh, you know, like, um, talking about a solo that is more energetic and a little bit faster, I personally do not agree. Uh, you know, I don't care that who is going to do it or not do it, but uh, I think this song is not about getting fast. Then I would want it slower. I don't like this middle-of-the-road thing that he's doing. That's the thing, I guess. Not enough contrast, basically. Maybe. I mean, I, I, for me, I've never, I've never, I've never really reflected on and that that it was. It didn't bother me. I mean, it didn't. It, I but you have a chance to reflect on it now. Yes, I know. That's actually literally what we do here. So I'm probably it would be a good <laughs> idea if I did that for a bit. Um, exactly. <laughs> Instead of like, I've never reflected on this. You know, I have an opinion. It's fine. Everyone's good. You know, I think that for, for me, no, it's not one of his, his, his more you know spectacular solos. But it, it, you know, it's. I think him on autopilot is better than you know most mortal mere mortals on you know at their best a lot of times. So uh, yeah. for me, this it's still it's still good. I, I, there's other stuff on this album, like like even like a couple tracks ago that he does where he really shows what he can do. Oh yes, oh yes. And he doesn't really do that here. So I mean, you know, I get, I, yeah. So I and I mean, is Fatima is on, and you know, the last track when we had Fatima on, uh, or actually one of the tracks, caught somewhere in time. Mm. 
that solo. I have that in my memory now because we're you know reunited here, and that's a that's a good solo. That's a good solo. That's, that's a really a good, good solo. solo. Yeah, and you had a great analysis for that too in that episode. I went back and listened to it. It was about like how time time like alters in speed and everything, and how you found that in the within the solo. Yeah. I don't know how you did that, but that was good. That was brilliant. And it's harder to do with this solo. That much you could agree on, I guess. Like, it's hard to find any storytelling in this solo. Yeah, I think that's, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, maybe. But it doesn't always have to be. Honestly, it's a bit refreshing, because otherwise it would have gone through this entire podcast for three, four years and never, ever criticizing an Adrian solo. So it feels like a, almost like a, a thing that should happen once, just to you know, confirm how good he is. If you never critique him, maybe there's something fishy going on there. Okay. Uh, are there more solos? They're not, right? It's just his solo in this song. This is. Mm. And then you get this cool thing again. Yeah. That's very memorable. That's the thing, actually. The song is full of memorable, memorable guitar. Yeah, this should be. I realize now this would be really hard to sing live, probably, because <laughs> it doesn't really give many breaks. Yeah, but easier than Red in the Black, I think. Yeah, that's true. I did that. So I think from now on, it's just like choruses for a minute and some fills, maybe some lead fills. Mm, it's just chorus and the end. Will will the bands. You know, the ominous I like those they remind me of playing Super Nintendo like uh, you go to the boss level or something there's some badass notes in the background I like that as an ending. That's that works. Smart. Yeah. So yeah, I dig the song overall. It's some, it lacks something, and it's not because of the guitar solo. The guitar solo is fine. I mean, when it comes to the whole composition, it doesn't ruin anything. Uh, but there's something else that I yeah. don't get from this song, but I can't pinpoint it. It seems yeah, to I'm, have everything. It seems yeah. to have everything, yet something is missing. And that's often the case for me with uh, with this record, I think. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I, I understand. I, I totally understand what, what you what you mean there. Um, uh, I, I've come around on this more, like I do a lot of times on this pod. Uh, hmm. I like it more now than we started. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think. I mean, um, uh, during this year, I've listened to this song by my own choosing several times. You know, when I've been out and about, just like, oh, I'm gonna. Mm throw on mother mercy because i really like that slightly stranger in a strange land ish riff that yeah. it's the, it's in the in the chorus uh, i like all the parts but i guess i i would have needed a departure or something to to keep me interested all the way until the end maybe yeah maybe i mean I, that could have helped i don't know for, for me like i said i don't really i uh it, it's it's an odd one because i like i said it, it has everything but it um yeah, I don't know. I think uh, well. Uh, Let's talk about that. Uh, of course, I'm not going to put it on the list, but uh, there's three chances to get on the list. I don't think I'm going to put it on there. Just you for are. The sake of, I, I am. Um, but I also would like to know if Atema would have put it on on the top fifty list or not. Uh, first, I have a question. 
Where is hmm? this list? I just once searched as well to find it. I couldn't find it. Yeah, no, oh. it's hard to find. I had to ask Eric a couple of times to send it to me. Of course, the list will also be like uh, published when it's actually existing. Now it's just, you know, a temporary place because it's going to oh, be about 100 songs there. Okay, how many songs are on it? I think we have passed <laughs> 50. Oh, yeah, yes, it's past 50, definitely. yes. But I mean, <laughs> we knew from the start that it would be like 100. Uh, mm-hmm. I have, have, I've explained this a few times. I'm, I, I'm used to doing it. Uh, so I can, I can explain it very quickly. And it's, uh, the point is that we put about, let's say, about 100 songs in there as the first weed out. You know, yeah. you get rid of the, the stuff that is never going to be on the 50 top. But it should be about 100-ish. It doesn't matter really. We go by feel. And then the next step is to refine it. Because it's it's more interesting that way, and it's actually easier too. It's quite hard as you go along to think like, uh, top fifty. No, this is probably fifty-five. You can't really do that. So you, the first step is by feel, and roughly ending on a hundred, something like that. But also, you should think that it could possibly end up in a top fifty to promote it going on this uh, first well, list. Uh, well, currently uh, we're at fifty-six. Yep. Okay, so. so um, you know, as much as I love this song, I think it doesn't deserve to go on the list. Because, um, you know, Maiden has a lot of songs about war religion. and uh, Yeah, I've um, noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> many of them have... Um, I can't say better lyrics or better music, but um, they are kind of like, you know, more memorable, more yeah, appealing maybe, to the crowds. Maybe uh, more anthemic could be the mm-hmm. word. Yeah. bigger in a way but this one has a really big part that I think they didn't use enough that was the post chorus mm-hmm. why didn't they yeah. use that more like now that I'm looking through the list because I'm, I'm literally, I'm staring at it. I, I changed my position, and I don't think it's going on. That's fair. So I remove it. There yes. we go. Yeah, no. on. You know, <laughs> even uh, on Final Frontier, we've got better songs than Mother of Mercy. Yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, not as bad as I thought when we talked about this last time, at least a year ago, Fatima, over email. Because then it was like one of the songs that I didn't even want on the album, and that, that I don't think anymore. There you go. The song that I don't want on the album is The Alchemist. <laughs> it's the only fair, song that I don't want enough, on the album. <laughs> mm, Especially when yeah, the lyrics yeah. are just like, what? Why have you written this? Like, <laughs> doctor. Is the doctor right? There's some doctor involved in it. Like uh, yes, Dr. Uh, Zog. What is he? Right, Dr. Uh, Zog? I really don't remember. But <laughs> Dr. D. Dr. D, I think. It's from, see, some, uh, it's from some fictional thing. It pro- possibly, it's always about like uh, Doctor Who anyway, isn't it? Well, it's it's it, uh, yeah. But this is not Doctor Who. Uh, uh, you you would know. I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, know me, the Magus. I am Doctor D, and this is my house. Yeah. I curse you, <laughs> Edward Kelly. Who the fuck's that? Anyway. Well, you know what? We, we should. This is something. If, if we. Well, maybe we should have. Who knows? I don't remember. Maybe we weren't we as thorough with lyrics in the beginning, so maybe we missed that because that's yeah, a fun that, lyric. Yeah. I like. I. This is my house. I think that's a very fun lyric. Yeah, who, is this, who is this Edward guy? Hold it. <laughs> I, I actually like, uh, I think it's an okay track, The Alchemist. The ones I don't enjoy is like uh, Coming Home, for example, is not working for me. No, I love Coming Home. I'm actually surprised you like it because you talked about Bruce having a lot of cheesy stuff on uh, on his early solo albums. And I feel like Coming Home is that type of mm. Yeah, Tire Midden is a lot of, you know, has a lot of cheesy tracks. I think it's one of the fine yeah, I mean, of course, this Iron Maiden is a pretty cheesy band, so it's okay to have <laughs> cheesy songs. But uh, but uh, coming home is too cheesy for my taste. It's like too. No, I like it so much, but especially whenever I, uh, you know, coming back from a vacation or something, mm. um, it really just feels right. And that's cool, though. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that. It's nice that so, I, I think it's a bit rare with Maiden actually how like big fans have so so much differing favorite tracks i don't think it's the case with uh, many other bands like uh, for example metallica i think it's more commonly these songs are favorites these songs are non-favorites yeah that makes it fun to still fun to to do made oh. see just uh, so before we move on apparently dr d is referring to a gentleman who went by the name of mr john d 
who was a mathematician and a cultist from the 16th century. There we go. Yeah. Sounds I had no like... idea. I had no idea. There's no way we did. We talked about that in the actual We did not. We did oh. not have to <laughs> reprimand ourselves on that one. Next time. But it's, not like there, it's not like there was a hell of a lot of like mathematician, 16th century mathematician fans who reached out and like, got pissed at us. I think we're fine. Uh, that's um, cool. Yeah, and also, you, you said it now. Now it's out there in the open, and maybe a future guest wants to elaborate further on that. Who knows? Sure. Yeah, he looks exactly like everyone else from that era. When there's a picture of him, it's it's like the it's it's a a portrait. He has a beard and has a puffy uh, collar. All right. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like some baroque type thing. Or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 No, knowing who Doctor D is just made the song worse for me because. <laughs> just- <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, just read the lyrics. They are the m- <laughs> one of the shittiest lyrics made in ever heard. Uh, oh, come on, this is my house. Stranger than the <laughs> comet as it is. I actually like the chorus. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but I the verses that. are just so bad. <laughs> but also it's very reminiscent of Man on the Edge, right? Musically. I remember well, uh, having a problem Man with that. Edge, that maybe. You could almost put Man on the Edge on top of it, I remember. I mean... As we're here, let us do this. Uh, apparently, he was the guy who sort of coined the phrase, phrase, not phrase, phrase, British Empire. So he was the one who started using that as a sort of terminology. And that's he. so that's what the bit of uh, my, my dreams of empire from my frozen queen will come to pass. So I again, who, what was his name? Who the is the frozen Sta- queen? That was, that would have been, uh, let's see, what's her name here? It says it here in the thing. Uh, yeah, Queen Elizabeth I. Hmm. The first, so not yeah. the one that recently passed. That was the second. No, can that be? Can that be? Wait a minute. How old was she? <laughs> this is this is just showing. the one that recently okay. passed. I know exactly because my grandmother is a couple of months older, still yeah. alive actually, and um, so yeah. she was ninety four. And my I grandma, think she was is, my grandma, my grandma, it was ninety six. Wow, my grandma is super old. She's going to be ninety seven soon. Search. Well, I know it's in between ninety four and ninety seven. I know that for a fact. Right, well, <laughs> That's good second. But I'm well, guessing 94, isn't it? Wasn't she 94 when she passed? Seriously, don't know. Because I had a conversation with my, my with my grandmother this summer about her like outlasting Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah. All right. So yes. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So he he uh, he died uh, he died a while ago. So he died 16. Uh, Sixteen oh eight or sixteen oh nine. That's the first Elizabeth, yeah. 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 Also, we should also we should give it up for my grandmother, who's now soon ninety five. That's crazy. Very, that's that's very impressive. That's well, well done. That's very cool. And all clear. She can still have conversations. And she needs a little bit of a hearing aid, but uh, you know, yeah. brain works. That's cool. That's great. She never that's had a drop enough. of alcohol. That might help. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I was hoping it was the opposite, and that's why. That's no, well, uh, we're lost. We're fun. lost, Eric. We're lost. It's so far, fair enough. Yeah. It's all, right. um, it's all right. Well, John we're, D. We're uh, yeah, lost and happy. more power to him too. He, he's uh, he didn't he he only became he I think he died and he was like, oh, uh, well, oh he 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 did all right. Eighty one. That's fine. Eighty one. Uh, was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty and uh, pretty pretty yeah. <laughs> he he uh, this is uh, this was well, a maybe, nice sidetrack though. I like this sidetrack. Yeah, maybe this maybe what's interesting to the people listening is not me. Sort of perusing the Wikipedia article about him. I liked, it. I liked it. I liked right, it. Well, I'll find, yeah. I'll find yeah, one yeah, more this, random this fact. Curious, interesting stuff. Yeah, one um, more fact. We, we, should, we, we should find something should fun here. About Watch. Dr. D. Anything yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. D. It, it would have been way more ridiculous, though. At least his last name was D. If it had been something with the start of a D, and like his friends refer to him as Dr. D, that would have been ridiculous. Dr. That Dre. Dr. Dre, yes, there we go. Mm. He's a bit of an alchemist. Smoke weed every day. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff here. Um, hmm. God damn it! I'm trying to find something that is the least bit. Uh, you know what? I'll come back with something later. Yeah, you should episode. do that because it's been high standards so far. So let's, let's not ruin it. That's that's a good thing. It was a good. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I enjoyed this a lot. We should have done that, or actually, we shouldn't have done that then because we do it now, and it's it was good. I liked it. 
this this could have made that episode more fun if we just knew if I we bothered to check this yeah, out. Yeah, it can't have been one of our better episodes. I can't. No, I can't imagine. That can't have been one of our better. Yeah, that's probably not the one where we made it happen. Uh, <laughs> oh, I guess. I mean, his his. Uh, uh, no, that was not him. Sorry. But anyways, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you find something, yeah, I'll share it out, out yeah, of context. Yeah. There we go, folks. I did it. Edited the episode. It wasn't even hard. I don't know what my phobia was all about, to be honest. That's the thing. When you get out of a habit, it becomes a huge ordeal to go back in on it. At least, that's the case for me, anyway. So, uh, yeah, this was Mother Mercy. Next up is Mother Russia. It's a mother duet, or whatever you want to call it. So, same lineup for the next one. Mother Russia. The uh, much-debated closing track on uh, No Prayer for the Dying. So in the words of uh, Dr. D, get ready for the next episode. However, don't let anyone tell you whether or not you should or how much you should engage with the Devil's Lettuce. Up the irons! And squall from the north. <laughs>